Welcome to the Build Your Beautiful Business Podcast with your host, Julie C. Butler. If you're looking to build the business of your dreams, then this is the space you want to be in. Join Julie as she talks about ways that you can successfully scale your profitable dream business, one that will give you ultimate time freedom and the abundant lifestyle you deserve. Julie will take you by the hand, sharing with you her business savvy strategies as she chats it up with her favorite online entrepreneurs. You'll get a weekly dose of boosted confidence as you learn as they reveal their insight tips and tools that you need to start building a profitable dream business of your own, one that you'll love and that works for you on autopilot. Hey there, welcome back to the BBB podcast. Today we have Maria Karras on the show. Maria is the founder and CEO of the Inner Circle for Virtual Assistance Membership. Through her membership and programs, she helps women all over the world start joy-filled, flexible and sustainable businesses as virtual assistants. She also helps entrepreneurs hire and work with their right fit virtual assistants through her free VA matchmaking service. Maria is originally from the U.S. and Greece, but she now lives in the U.K. with her husband and two boys. She loves few things more than going for long walks in the woods with a good podcast in her ear, binging Selling Sunset on Netflix, and hanging out on Instagram. Make sure you go say hi. Hi, Maria. I'm so happy to have you on the show today. Welcome. Hello. Hello, Julie. Thank you so much for having me. It's so nice to kind of to just chat about all things, business, moving to tropical places, all (laughs) of that. (laughs) And it's so funny because we know each other from the online world, but we've never actually met before. So today was kind of like our first face-to-face meetup. And it's really cool. Like, I just always love meeting new, you know, meeting new people face-to-face because getting to know them and their businesses and their life and everything, like, it's so cool, right? Like, it makes it so that we're, we're not alone doing this. Gosh, yes. It gets so lonely in my little corner office, just trying to like figure things out on my own and getting excited on my own and getting frustrated on my own. And it's like, and you meet all of these wonderful, wonderful, knowledgeable, inspiring people online and like, and you get to know each other and you kind of like, I've known people online for years and years and years that I've never met in person. And I feel like they're, I'm closer to them than like my actual real life friends. Like they come up in my life, in my feed, whatever it is, like more regularly than my friends do. So it's, it's nice. It's nice to get off the social media newsfeed and kind of see you in person because I feel like we're all this, this nice friendly group of people. So yeah, it's totally. Nice. <laughs> and you know what? I was saying that to someone the other day. I was like, I I have like closer relationships with my friends that I've never met that live in other cities and other countries than I do with my actual friends in the city. Like I feel like I'm, you know, like my my friends in the city, I see them once or twice a year kind of thing, right? I know. Isn't that weird? I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. I'm taking it as a good thing because yeah. it's really enriched my life having all of these friendships. Um, and and there's nothing wrong with it. I think like so much good has come of it. So I'm going to take it. I love it. Mm-hmm. I don't, <laughs> maybe I should make more of an effort with my real friends, but like I'm, I'm getting what I need from my online friends too. 
Yes, exactly. It's different, right? It's different. And I think that yeah. with our online relationships, we can really like relate to them and have like shop mm-hmm. talk and stuff like that. Whereas our, I think like, I mean, not, I do have like business friends here as well, but we have like, we, we communicate the same way via phone or messenger or whatever. Right. So, so it's really cool. Just like what the technology the, that we have now that we're able to do this, it's just really cool. Right. I know. I totally, I totally love it. And I, yeah, I totally agree with you that we have like a special language that we all speak mm-hmm. in, the, in the online space. We all understand each other on a different level than our real life friends who might be in a nine to five or um, just live a completely different life to what we do as online business owners. Like they, they, like we talk about automations and workflows and client attraction and all. And I don't have anyone in my real life world that actually understands all of that <laughs> no it's so, so yeah right. i'm with so my true. people mm-hmm. yeah right yeah so true but yes so true. thank you technology yeah <laughs> but that's not what we're here to talk about today today we're going to talk about how to find and work with a virtual assistant to create more freedom and joy in your business yes so I love that. I'm, this is something I'm hugely passionate about. Yeah. I love it. I can business wait. owners. Yeah. No, it's, I, I love helping online business owners just find the joy in their business. Because why did, why did we start these online businesses? We all wanted freedom. And when you're working nine to nine or even later, when you're spending all day at your desk working as much as you love it, that's not freedom, right? Like you're just, you've just created another job for yourself. Mm -hmm. So I want to help them recognize where it is that, where their zone of genius is, what it is that they can only do in their business and then delegate the rest. Like hire a VA to come in and help you take over the stuff in your business that does not need you specifically to do it for them so that you can go sit on the beach, spend time with your family, you know, do all of that stuff that you, that you built this business to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or if, and, you know, if there's other stuff you enjoy in your business, go do that instead. Yeah. I love it. And I say it all the time. Like we started our businesses, you know, to have that freedom, but not to work in it 15 hours a day. Right. And it's hard because when you love what you do, it's hard not to work in it as long as we do. Like given the, the choice, I would I would spend all day at my desk because I absolutely love it and I get so much from it, right? You're raising your hand. Like <laughs> I think we all do. It's almost like an addiction, right? But that's not healthy and that might even hinder your growth and your scalability. Exactly. Um, I'm the same way. Like, I love what I do so much. I could work all day. But again, you need balance. You need, you know, you need that balance. And you need to also, I think that when we have, like, scheduled time in our day to work on our business, we're probably more on point and more focused on the tasks that need to get done. So, so yeah, so I love that. Um, but before we get started, I'd love for you to take a couple of minutes and tell us about who is Maria. 
Oh, who am I? Okay, so I am an online business owner. I run a membership for women who want to start an online business specifically as virtual assistants. So I help them recognize what skills they already have that they can package up and offer as a service to online business owners. And I do this through my membership. Like I said, I have group programs. I have a mastermind. And what I also do through my programs is I help match uh, business owners with the VAs that I teach. So if you're someone who's looking to hire a virtual assistant for your own business, I would encourage you instead of going somewhere somewhere like Upwork where you're never really sure of the quality of the candidates you're going to come across, um, you can come to us and my company and we can help you match with one of the virtual assistants within my programs that I have personally taught and mentored. So you're getting like a good quality vetted person for your business. Um, so this is what I do business-wise. I live in the UK, but I am not British, as you can probably tell from my accent. <laughs> I am Greek American and I moved to the UK about six years ago. My husband is British. We live out in Essex, which is by the coast. And I have two little boys. Uh, I say little. I have to remember not to say little because they're not actually that little anymore. They're 10 and <laughs> 9. So so this is us. This is us. We we live here in the UK. It's it's great. It's great now because the sun is shining. And um, yeah, my husband and I run the business together. So I've managed to uh, retire my husband, if that's what you want to call it, or like bring him into the business full time. And this is what we do now. That's awesome. I love it. I have two boys too. So they got a few years on yours though. Yes. <laughs> yeah, we're, I'm not looking forward to the teen years. We're already in the preteens are oh, a little foreshadowing, I guess, of the teen years. And I'm, um, I don't know if I'm ready for it. It's not that bad. It's, it's, it's like another fun phase. It's not too bad. Good. Yeah, except okay. you're telling them to do things over and over and over and over. <laughs> but, you know. <laughs> started like, you know, years ago for us. Yeah. <laughs> it's It'll only going to get worse, I yeah. guess. <laughs> oh, well. But maybe the we driving won't help as much. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but they, they like, they, the personalities that they grow into is really, really cool. Like as teenagers, like like 15. Yeah, it's really cool, I have to say. Yeah. So awesome. Well, let's get started. So how do you know when you're ready to hire VA? Like that's the first thing, right? Because again, going back to, Mm -hmm. you know, loving what we're doing so much, sometimes it's hard to kind of like be like, like I I remember me, I was like, well, I don't even know what I would get them to do. But so when do you know when you're Mm -hmm. ready to hire VA? That's so funny when you say, I don't even know what, what I would get them to do. When I, in my head, I have hundreds of things that I could easily pass off. <laughs> so how do you know when you're ready? Um, okay, first of all, you have to be able to afford them. Uh, I guess I'm starting with this point because that's quite quite a big point. Uh, it doesn't have to be very expensive. Like VAs, like new VAs could be anywhere between, you know, 20 to $25 an hour in the U.S., um, you can find them probably a little cheaper if you're looking for them in a developing country or a country where the cost of living is lower than in North America. Uh, but but the, I, I help 
I'm always an advocate for paying fair wages. So I will always tell my virtual assistants to, to you know, charge what they're worth and charge the value that they're bringing to a business. So first of all, yes, you have to be able to afford a VA and you can literally bring one on for as little as five hours a month. So if you're paying $20 an hour for $5 a month, that's $100. Like that's a software subscription. You know, that doesn't, it had, doesn't have to be a lot of money. And what can you do with those five hours a month? So this is another step that you need to take as a business owner as you're preparing for to bring on and a virtual assistant. You need to look at what tasks you're doing in your business that don't require you to do them. What is taking you away from doing the revenue generating tasks in your business? So first you need to identify what are the revenue generating tasks in my business? Is it, is it me going on a podcast? Is it me pitching clients? Is it me prospecting? Is it, is it, you know, what is it that you do on a daily, weekly basis that helps you get your clients? Look at that is your main focus. Everything else can be delegated. So whether it's scheduling your social media, your newsletter, writing your blog posts, making updates to your website, like that doesn't require you and your expertise. So whatever that is, you can go and outsource that. And if you're if you're still having trouble figuring out what those tasks are, spend a week actually tracking your time. So you can use a, um, a time tracker like Toggle it's a Chrome extension, add it to your browser, and you can toggle it on and off as you're doing your tasks, categorize your tasks, do that for a week during your working day. And I think you'll be surprised looking back at the report of how you actually spend your time and how much money you're wasting doing ridiculous things like scheduling your own social media. I'm sorry, I, I probably a lot of you are doing that, but that can easily be outsourced. And then think about all that time Imagine if you got that back, like those, those five hours a week that you spend scheduling your social media or whatever it is, or creating your social media. Imagine what you could do with an extra five hours a week, an hour a day. Like it's mind boggling. Imagine how many more clients you can speak to, how many more discovery calls you can have, how many more podcast interviews you can do. So I think I've, I've gone off on, on, a tan, on a tangent here, but how do you know when you're ready? You know you're ready when you're not do you're not spending your days doing revenue generating tasks and instead you're doing the busy work yeah. that's when you know when you're ready I think also sometimes like me I'm like I so don't feel like doing this like I you know mm-hmm. I, you, right like or or like this is such a waste of time like when you feel that way towards a task too right yeah, yeah. When or, it's like something that you dread and it's something that's like falling to the bottom of your to-do list every mm-hmm. Like for me right now, I literally have like 60 drafted blog posts in my Google Docs. Like they're literally just drafted, ready to go. I'm going to hand that off to my virtual assistant to upload to my Squarespace, schedule it out. That would probably take, I don't know, three or four hours to kind of format and add the photos and headers and all that stuff. But, oh my God, I'm going to have like a year's worth of blog posts. That's amazing. Like, <laughs> automatically going out. Right? right. <laughs> yeah. So, okay, I love that. That's so, yeah. good. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, that's really, really good. Sometimes too, like I find like, depending on your personality, I'm like, like I got to a place where I kind of just knew I'm like, okay, it's time. <laughs> right. Like I think, I think that, you know. yeah. How did, like, what made you think, okay, it's time. I hosted a summit <laughs> and there's no way that oh, I could, right? Yeah. Like I was like, yeah, there's no way I can do all this. Yeah. So what did you outsource to them? So much. <laughs> so I was like, right? Like a lot of like transcribing, um, creating graphics. Like I already had the graphics. They just needed to be duplicated and the the each speaker you know, graphics needed to be created and all of the stuff. But then I wanted to launch a podcast and I was like, like, right. Like we're on the podcast today. And I was like, what was keeping me from launching a podcast was the admin stuff. And I was delaying and delaying. And I'm like, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do the admin stuff. So I just want to record it. And that's it. And I ended up finding someone that it was kind of word of mouth. And I found someone that was kind of already doing that for other clients. And I'm like, let's do it. And so not only did the person I find, um, you know, help me with the summit and all the stuff, but, but now doing the podcast, everything. And I'm like, like it's, it was like, so I was able to launch my podcast because of the the stuff that I didn't want to do in the back end. I kind of hand it off. Right. So it was, it's kind of like it, I find (laughs) it's sometimes for me, I find like, it's just a natural transition. And then it just happens when I'm ready for who I'm looking for. They kind of come into my life in a way or another. It's crazy cool how it happens, but it just does. It's like if I'm looking for something, like when the student is ready, the teacher appears or when, you know, it just it just happens magically. Yeah. <laughs> but that's so true because it's kind of like you've suddenly become like attuned to it, like your, your body or your mind knows that it needs this thing. And then you become hyper aware of people in your sphere without you actively going to look for them. Yeah, it's exactly right. They just appear magically because you are subconsciously more attuned to their presence. Yeah. Yeah. And so I wanted to ask you about your summit, because again, this is something that comes up a lot with people who are looking to hire is, is, um, well, you asked the question already, when, when do you hire? So with your Hmm. summit, when did you actually hire? How far in advance did you hire your VA before you started getting ready for your summit? Ideally, if, if I was like to tell anybody that, you know, cause a lot of us are solopreneurs, right? Like we're me, myself, and I, we're doing all the things and we don't really have anybody on board yet. And hosting a summit is a big thing. It's a big job. And to do it yourself, it's almost impossible unless you want to work like all the time. It's a lot. And what's included in the summit, there's a lot of tedious little things that you also might not want to do, like transcribing, loading videos on YouTube, putting that stuff in the portal. Like there's so many tasks that are redundant and like the graphics, right? Like my graphics were already created. They just needed to be duplicated and stuff like that, right? Mm -hmm. Or like creating pretty links or like so many different things, right? Like it's a big, big project. And I like to give myself like, okay, so the first summit, I did it in a three month period. I do not recommend that. (laughs) Because I was like, you know, usually, for the most part, we're starting 
our summit from scratch. We have to come up with everything, the concept, the title, the theme, who are we going to find for speakers, right? Like there's so much that goes into planning a summit that we're creating the copy, we're creating the sales pages, the, the registration page, all the pages that need to be in a summit, right? The checkout, everything. And so when you are creating all of those things, so I'm a nerd and naturally I love creating website pages. I love tech. I love like, you know, checkouts and stuff like that. Right. So, but not a lot of us, not everybody is. And so having a VA helping you with, with a good majority of those projects is, is I think a must. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Like it probably wouldn't have happened without that support, like with your podcast. Yeah. Same. And I, I actually, so, in the spring, I was able to host a summit, launch a podcast, and I actually launched my program too, all like in the span of like three together in three months. I know, crazy, but but I wouldn't wouldn't have if it wasn't for my VA, right? And so, um, so many, so many things you can hand off to them, and you know, like a lot of this stuff is is I I don't think it's stuff that it's stuff that they would know right like like transcribing like it's it's a lot of things that is not difficult to if they don't yeah. know they, they it's easy for them to learn it right like like putting stuff in transcribing you uh, uploading stuff to youtube um creating pretty links like oftentimes you can just do a quick loom video and teach them how to do it that's what i did with mine i'm like okay this is how we do this go <laughs> right so exactly. it was really good like if if there was something he didn't know how to do i would just create a quick loom video and show him how to do that and then off he ran so definitely summit hosting it by yourself i don't know if it's actually even possible, but even myself hosting a summit and having someone on board to help me do all the things, I still give myself like almost six months. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So what, so having him do all of also that stuff- because, because also I pre-record all of my interviews. So, so there's that to take into consideration as well. Right. Whereas if you're having your speakers just record and send you a presentation on their own time, that's a little bit different. Right. So there's less time on my, my end, but if I have 40 speakers, that's 40 hours of my time. I got to get on a call with them to record, which I love. Like, that's kind of like, I'm an, I'm an extrovert uh, through and through. So that's kind of like the part that I love the most about it. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's fantastic. So what were you able to do while he was doing all of that stuff that needed to happen to make it to make the summit happen? Like, how did you spend your time? Right? Like I was able to properly like, like communicate with the speakers, build relationship, Mm -hmm. build rapport, which in the end, right, creates those partnerships, perhaps in the future, or those, those, but not just that, but it also creates that, um, that, that you build community, you build relationships with people who know what you do now, and they may be able to either do JV partnerships or perhaps refer you, right? Because now they they know you, they know your personality, they know what you do. And so it's just easier for them to refer you. Um, but not just that, I was able to also not be working at my computer 15 hours a day and have time to do the important stuff in our life, right? Like spending time with family, Netflix and chilling, whatever. Right. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And, but, but also kind of like closing up other projects, working on the things that 
kind of like I want to work on. Like I'm, I'm a designer, so I love creating like thrive card templates, for example. Right. So, Mm -hmm. so I'm able to work on, you know, creation of new offers, if that's what you want to do, or, you know, I was able to work on my funnel, um, for my program, like things like that. Like, but if you're doing all the things you don't have time in, in your business to work on the, the, the things that are going to bring in sales. Right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Right. And I love that you said that you would give somebody six months. So to, to do the summit specifically, but th- this is a, this is the point where uh, a lot of business owners, I always t- tell them, you know, how do you know when you're ready? I always say hire before you think you're ready and start small uh, because you don't want to be scrambling, but like a week before your launch to bring someone onto your business, onboard them, teach them everything that they need to know, uh, like like as you're launching. And this is the mistake that a lot of business owners make. They like they wait far too long to bring somebody on into their business. Like bring somebody and onboard somebody when things are slow, you know, mm-hmm. when things are quiet. Like the summer right now, when like typically you know, sales are a little bit slower. There's less activity in the online business space. Now is a good time to onboard somebody because uh, they could take their time. You could take their time, your time. And because uh, virtual assistance and that kind of relationship is so much about a good personality fit. Yeah. Like yeah. I, you need to kiss a lot of frogs before you find the good fit, right? If you want a VA to be with you for the long term and not just like a one-off project, you need to make sure that you're a good fit. And I advise a lot of my clients or business owners to kind of do a trial period, a month long, two months. And again, do this during the quiet period before you're doing the launches so that you can see how you communicate. Are they asking clarifying questions? Do they know how to do what they said they know how to do? Um, Are they documenting things properly? And just, and for them to get a feel for you, how you communicate, how are you respecting boundaries as the client? Um, and, and just have that time to build that relationship. So you, I think a, a lot of these relationships go wrong because the time isn't given at the start for them to build this, this rapport and this relationship and see if they're a good fit for each other. Yeah. And you can show them the inside of your business, right? Like your website Mm -hmm. and, you know, like how to do some of the things. I mean, sometimes they know, they know how to do it, but you still need to to show them yours, right? And how you like things, right? So, so it's very important. Um, And you're right. And then as they start, then you're like, oh, they could totally do that. Like I could totally get them to do that. Right. But so how do you prepare your business to onboard a VA? Right. Cause, cause a lot of us, we work on our business so much. And then sometimes like it kind of happened to me a little bit. I kind of went like from being able to do the things to like, oh shit, I need help. <laughs> now what? I yeah. wasn't prepared. Right. Yeah. Okay. So make a list of everything that you want to outsource. And hopefully you will have done this if you've done the time tracking exercise. So make a list of everything you want to outsource Pick like the top, maybe one priority or two things that are most relevant to you right now and look, look for somebody to fill that specific role to begin with. Like you had a very specific thing in mind. I recently had a very specific thing in mind. I want some, I wanted somebody to do sort of Instagram, uh, just engagement, nothing else, literally just engagement. So just reaching out to people and having DM conversations. So get really specific. 
um, about the tasks that you want them to do, write out a workflow for it or record a Loom video for it, just some kind of documented process that they could easily go in and follow. Get your contracts in place, your paperwork. Your VA might have a contract, but it's also good for you to have one as well. And kind of, you'll probably have discussions and back and forth about what goes in the contract and you'll end up with something that you're both happy with, but you should have a contract in place. And you can get like templates online, um, like Coffee Clatch or Termly.io is a place that you can go and buy some contracts for subcontractors. Um, so get your paperwork in place. If you don't already have software where you're sharing passwords, go and sign up for a, pass for a software tool like that, like LastPass or 1Password, it's free. And so they can get access to any accounts that they need without you actually sharing your password. So yeah, get your tools ready. If you, all, if you don't already have a project management tool like Asana or Trello or ClickUp or somewhere where you're, you're tracking projects and deadlines, First of all, how are you running your business is what I want to know, like as a solopreneur. Uh, if you don't have one of these project management tools, go sign up for one and and bring your VA into that tool as well and start assigning, you know, tasks to them and deadlines so you can keep track of how you're you're getting on with your projects. Um, and then and then make sure you're setting time for regular face to face meetings. This might seem a little odd because I don't think a lot of people do it, but I think it's quite important if you can set meetings for at least once a month to meet face-to-face -face in person so that you guys can air any um, concerns, talk about projects. I think magic happens when you, you, know, you get on a call with your team members and you brainstorm ideas and you talk things through and it makes them feel valued and makes them feel like you're part of the team. So many clients will just never ever meet their VAs and I think I don't I think there's something wrong with that. Like I think there should be a relationship there and that mm -hmm. comes with meeting face to face. So those are those are the main things. And you know, give them some grace, you know, in the beginning. If you're doing a trial period, um, it's gonna take time. They're not gonna get it right straight off the bat. So give them to some time, check in with them. And, and this is the period where you're going to be like seeing how are they communicating? Are they updating me on the, on what they're doing on if they're running late on deadlines, like, like be aware of this very like important time, like how, like how it's all working. Oh, my kids, mm -hmm. are, my kids just got back. I didn't realize it was that late. Yeah. So, so yeah. anybody's like, mommy. The main point. <laughs> yeah, they don't. Yeah. <laughs> just coming to the door okay mommy's on a podcast it happens mommy's right? Bye, guys. <laughs> right the time delay it's like 10 30 in the morning for me but i realize it's the afternoon oh yeah period. it's like 3 30 yeah home time um i love that i love that and you're right about the communication right like and sometimes like we'll be like hey let's meet or sometimes i'm like okay i'll send you a loom video or like sometimes i'll i'm just hey how's it going you know and we have like actual like life conversation right like what's up what's new yeah. you know how are you how are things right because you're building that rapport and that relationship and that's kind of what makes it stronger stronger partnership um and mm -hmm. uh mm -hmm. And also, I love when you say, you know, give them grace because they're human, just like us, right? Like, so yeah. this morning I was like, hey, did you send that email out? He's like, oops. I'm like, no worries, right? So, so like, 
it, it happens yeah. like humans, right? So, and I mean, as long as it's not big boo-boos all the time, obviously, but yeah. it, you know, sometimes like I forget things, right? So anyway, so, yeah. so I love that you say that. Mm-hmm. I think to that point about making sure that they do things that you've asked them to do, it's hard, but I would encourage you as the business owner to try to pick one channel of communication and 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 stick to it because things will fall through the crack through Mm -hmm. the cracks um so if you've asked him to send that email i guess the the easy thing would be to like let's forward him the email and he'll he'll respond to it if there's a way that you can create a system where you're adding it to a project management tool or somewhere where he can easily see the tasks he has to do and then just tick them off then you'll know it's done he'll know it's done and that's hard to do. There are ways to integrate it with your project management management system so that it's easy to create these tasks, but it'll help things falling through the crack. Like, yeah, it wouldn't like try to refrain from like, oh, I'll send him a Facebook message and then I'll send him an email and then I'll put something in a sauna and then I'll send him a Slack, like try to keep communication in one place as much mm-hmm. as possible. Mm-hmm. No, for sure. We use uh, Slack. And it's great because you can create tabs, right? Like you can create hashtags for the different subjects and topics, which is really cool. Yeah. And I think we're also still trying to figure out our flow as well, right? Sometimes it takes time, especially if you're bringing in new projects into your business, like um, you know, like I'm hosting the summit now, but I was doing it all in Google, Google Docs before, and now we're moving half of it onto ClickUp. So we're kind of working together to figure out the flow and see what works, what doesn't yeah. work. And right. So it's really like about working together, making sure like, but you know, communication, make sure the communication is good and, and boundaries, right? Like there needs to be like, cause we're still kind of like a boss, right? So there has yeah. to be boundaries as well. So I think that's really important as well. But, um, okay, now that, now that we've talked about that, what kind of tasks can you, we outsource to our virtual assistant? I know we've kind of talked about it a little bit over the last kind of like, well, since we started. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it's, it really depends what kind of business you have. Like, like you, you, yeah, we did cover a lot of them. Like <laughs> we did. I have my virtual assistant. My virtual assistant is my husband right now, but I also have other virtual assistants doing other things, but he handles things like, so I run a membership and a course. So he handles things like um, any refunds, any failed payments, any um, people having trouble accessing the course. So any customer service emails, he will ask that, he will tackle them. He also updates my newsletter. So all I have to do is go in and write the intro at the top, but all of the other details he updates. He also schedules my Facebook group posts. Um, He, what else? I have somebody else uploading my social media to Meta Business Suite. So all I have to do is write the captions. Um, I like to create the graphics still, so I'll do that. Uh, you can get somebody else to do create your graphics. All you need to do is like create a template, a branded template, and then your VA can update the templates and upload them to your scheduler. Gosh, like there are so many things, so many things, podcast, guest pitching, appointment, scheduling and management, like transcribing, like you said, uploading blogs to your website, updating website links. Uh, I mean, I could go on and on. 
I know. And like administrative tasks, like right now I'm, I want to move my stock photo membership from one platform to the other. I don't want to do that. <laughs> I'm like, yes. I'm like, you can take care of that. Here you go. Oh, this God. is how, this is Loom video. This is how you can do it and just do it. Like there's no rush. Let's just bring on over the photos to this other platform. And right. So, so there's all kinds of stuff like the things yeah. also that were kind of like, oh my God, like you've been wanting to do this thing for like six months and it's not done yet. Yeah. Right. Like my blog posts, I'm finally going to get them up on my website. And, and then I hired recently somebody to do my Instagram engagement because I had, I was really focused on, you know, growing my Instagram, like with engaged ideal clients. And I simply told them, you know, who my ideal clients are. Um, and they went in like, started following them and, and chatting to them and engaging with them. And, and it worked beautifully. And that is something I love to do anyway, but to have that somebody else doing it as well, not as me, but as somebody on my team, they weren't pretending to be me, um, just added fuel to the fire. So, and I was so grateful for that. I love it. Mm-hmm. So how do you find qualified and reliable virtual assistants then? Good question, Julie. <laughs> so word of mouth, a lot of people will go to Facebook groups or they'll, they'll ask their business friends, you know, do you know anybody who could do this for me? That's a good way because you know they're coming from a trusted source. Maybe somebody's already worked with them. But I will say that somebody, somebody's perfect VA might not be your perfect VA. So they might not have the skills that you need. You might not gel as well as, as your friend did with them. So always proceed with caution. If somebody sends you a recommendation, absolutely meet with them. Uh, but I wouldn't like jump straight into the relationship. Go through the process as you would with anybody else that you are hiring that you don't already know. So word of mouth, absolutely. People go to Facebook groups. Oh my gosh, I hate it when I see these Facebook group posts with when clients will or businesses will go into Facebook group and they say, I need a VA. And then they'll get like 300, 300. Plus comments <laughs> underneath. Oh my God. First of all, the, the, the client wasn't being really, wasn't it. Most people aren't specific enough when they post, make posts like this. Like I need a VA. That is such a broad general term. It's like saying, Mm -hmm. I I need a designer. I need a, like, what do you need designed? Like what, what, what's your business? What platform do you need? Like you need to be a little bit more specific when you're hiring a VA. So that's, I guess that's number one tip when you're ready to hire, be specific about who you want to hire and what you want them to do. Um, and, and don't go into Facebook groups and do that because you'll get 300, you'll get multiple comments. So what I would do is create an application form, create a job description, be specific about the tools that you want them to know, the tasks that you want them to take on, tell them what your business is and what your goals are, because you want the person you hire to be aligned with your goals and your, your values and your mm-hmm. business. And share that application form and actually get people to apply to your application form, you know? Um, and then, and then you know, pick, you know, the top three from the applicants and do proper interviews with them. So this is what we do with our VA matchmaking service. It's totally free for business owners. Um, you come to us, you fill in a form, there's like 15 questions or something. You fill in a form telling us what you need, what tools, what experience you want your VA to have, what your budget is. 
we share that with our virtual assistants that we've trained, that I've trained and mentored, and they apply to your job and we send you a selection of suitable candidates that then you can just interview and start your working relationship with. We have no involvement in your working relationship. We don't take any commission. We just match you and you go on your merry way. So yeah, that's that really one, cool. One way. Yeah. <laughs> That is one way. And then, of course, you've got the Upworks and the freelancers and all of those job, those um, marketplaces, which they're a minefield. So I would not recommend that. Yeah. Yes, this is true. Or sometimes like, you know, going back to the good old word of mouth, right? Like if you know, if yeah. you're friends with entrepreneurs that, you know, you trust and you're like, and that's kind of what happened with me, right? Like I was like, um, you know, one of my coaches, she's like, if you need a, a VA, like I can recommend mine. And that's what happened. And so, you know, that can, that's also that, you know, it's a good way of, you know, always word of mouth, always for sure. But again, like you said, yeah. right, it might not be an energetic match. Like you might not have that chemistry. So it, it could be that you may have to go through one or two or three before you find that perfect match. I guess kind of like a boyfriend, right? <laughs> well, exactly. The kissing of the frogs before you find your prince. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Last question. <laughs> what are your mm -hmm. top tips for working with a VA to ensure good results? And I think also, I think we talked a little bit about that too. My top tips for ensuring good results. I think, um, be, be self-aware of the tasks that you're setting and your expectations for that task and how much information you're giving them. Like, and be realistic with your expectations. So be specific, set deadlines, and be realistic with your expectations. Um, secondly, have, have all the tools in place, like the, the slacks and the asanas and the last pass. And then thirdly, just keep the line of communication open and don't forget to say nice things to your VA, <laughs> like um, words of, um, what's it Grace. called? Words of encouragement and, and yeah, just appreciation of, for what they're doing. Yes, they're getting paid. There's that transactional relationship, but you, they want to feel valued and the more valued they feel and the more a big, a part of the team they feel, then the better work they're going to do. Mm -hmm. So they're human. So treat them nicely. I know we like the praise. Why, why won't we, like, we should give it to, right? I do. I do all the time. Yeah. Like, oh my God, I'm like, I, I couldn't do this without you or, or, and sometimes because we share my friend and I, because we share the same VA, actually there's a few of us and we're like, you know, sometimes we, we totally like, um, we totally cheer him on, on like social media and we're like, yeah. <laughs> and That's the best yeah yeah oh, I know I know I'm like you need to clone yourself because we need more of you <laughs> oh, anyway good job yeah. mm -hmm. <laughs> Um, well, that's awesome. And so I want to talk about your freebie because you had let's find the perfect virtual assistant. So tell us what that is, and why everybody needs to download it. Well, I, my freebie is the matchmaking service. So even if you're not Ooh. ready to hire a virtual assistant, you can go ahead and complete that form. And even the, the act of completing this form will get you thinking about what you can outsource, how much, how much 
how many hours you need. So it'll really get your wheels turning about the possibilities for your own business when you bring somebody in. So go ahead and check out this forum. It's mariacaris.com forward slash hire. It'll tell you all about how to hire a virtual assistant, what the form entails and what to do afterwards as well. And there's no obligation to hire. You can literally just try it out. It doesn't cost anything. See who, see who applies. And um, you don't have to respond to anybody. It's totally fine, but just see what's out there and the possibilities. So yeah, That's go cool. check it out. Our free VA matchmaking service. I like yeah. that. Because I think at some point, forward slash hire. Yeah, and I'm yeah. totally going to have that link in the show notes for everybody. Mm -hmm. But I think also it's really cool because then, you know, if you know you're going to get there at some point and you want to kind of know like, okay, like what are some of the things that, you know, I can kind of start, you know, putting in place for the, when I'm yes. ready to be, to have, to receive a VA, to onboard a VA, I have these things in place and what can we outsource, right? So that's really, really cool. So, yeah. wow, this, this has been such an awesome conversation. I love everything we talked about, but if any, if there's someone listening and they're like, I want to know more, how can, where can we find you and how can we work with you? You mentioned your membership and you mentioned a few things. So, so let's, let's go give us the rundown because I'm sure there's, um, you know, people listening of kind of like people looking yeah, for yeah. a VA or maybe people looking to learn how to become a VA. Yeah. So if you want to become a VA or if you want to hire a VA, it all, you can all learn more about that at my website, which is mariacaris.com. When you go to that website, you will be asked, do you want to hire or do you want to become a VA? And then click on the button that, that fits you and you'll get more resources uh, to help you out. So that's on my website. But then I also love hanging out on Instagram in my stories I just, I just love it there. So come and find me on Instagram. I'm at Hey Maria Karras. And, and again, you'll find all the links in my virtual assistant. Sounds good. And of course I'll have those links in the show notes as well. So yay. <laughs> Amazing. So, well, this has been so great. Thank you so much for being on the show, Maria. I'm so glad we got to connect today. Thank you so much, Julie. It's been amazing. Yes, me too. So, so happy. Amazing. And if you are listening, I will chat with you in the next interview or on the next episode, on the next episode. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Build Your Beautiful Business podcast. If you did, please make sure to subscribe, rate, and review the show on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Julie's included a link in the shows to make it nice and easy for you. And if you want to create a beautiful, profitable business of your own, make sure to go unlock your access to Julie's six must-have resources for female entrepreneurs. These resources will help you build and grow your business with simplicity and ease. You can find them at juliecbutler.com forward slash freebie vault. We'll see you in the next episode.